Welcome to the Kingdom Corner. We got one thing to say right off the bat, though, Dale. How about those Chiefs? There you go. That's right. I mean, we are Super Bowl champions back-to-back. First time in uh, over 20 years since the Patriots did it. Man. Man, now we are once again champions, Dale. I know. That's pretty wild to think about. And you're already thinking about next year. It's crazy that that thing. I mean, uh, you're already thinking about, can we do a three-peat? The first team in NFL history to three-peat the Super Bowl. So that'd be pretty impressive. Uh, uh, So I know NBA has happened. Uh, I don't know about baseball because no one cares about baseball, but uh, (laughs) – Hey, football is the new America pastime. Yes, it is. And so uh, three-time Super Bowl champs would be – is pretty nice to hear. I mean, so let's enjoy this one, but it's pretty interesting to even already think about, like, hey, can we do it again? That's right. Hey, and right off the bat, we want to remind you, make sure you like, subscribe, share this, and most of all, leave us a great review on our website or on whatever platform you're listening on. That helps us out more than anything. And so in this episode, we're going to be breaking down a little bit of our thoughts on the Super Bowl for the Super Bowl 58 champions, Kansas City Chiefs. Talking a little bit about, man, where we might have seen the season going when we started, uh, even in the middle or even towards the end. Uh, Maybe recapping our predictions for the playoff picture and our brackets yeah, yeah. for that and so forth and looking a little ahead uh to even next year like some off-season acquisitions and who's going to be free yeah. agents and man is Andy Reid going to retire how many years does Travis Kelsey have left and maybe how many rings can Patrick Mahomes really get in his career so stick with mm-hmm. us and we'll jump right into it Mahomes looks to throw it, pump faking right side, he wants it, a comeback cut, and it's caught by Kelsey, touchdown, Kansas City, the game is over, the Kansas City Chiefs are champions. How about those All right, Dale, so coming off a overtime victory, only the second overtime in Super Bowl wow. history, and the wow. first one with the new rules, which we'll get into more later, but. Thank you, Buffalo Chiefs. Bills. Yeah, thank you, Buffalo Bills. Exactly. But the Chiefs come out victorious in a 22 to 25 win uh, in overtime. And so, what are your initial thoughts and feelings about this Super Bowl? How's it going to be some of these other ones? That defense is really good. That's my, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's probably my initial thought is this thing like Spags is amazing. And we've always been a big Spags report, uh, supporter on this podcast. <laughs> Never once had asked for his job, and uh, <laughs> I will stand once. by that till I die. Then I know, like, and then the other thing that, like, the initial thoughts was like, man, are we watching the greatest quarterback ever? And I don't say that because I'm a Chiefs fan, but I think like any, if anybody was honest with themselves, are we watching the greatest quarterback to ever play the game? And before our eyes, are we watching, you know, like it's one of those things where like, I think we realized Brady was great, but it was like later on in his career to where now like Mahomes is like, man, is he like, nothing seems too big for him. Yeah. You know, because even after Brady, I think what he won three and then three more like 10 years later with the Patriots. Right. right? And then one seven with, or number seven with the Bucks. Yeah. And so, I mean, after those first three, I don't know that anybody was really saying that he was the greatest. Right. right. Even after he yeah. went three in, you know, a four or five year span, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And now Mahomes has done it. And we're now questioning or qu- bringing up the question, at least, is right. Mahomes the greatest? And we didn't yeah. necessarily give the same benefit to Brady, but Brady's one of those guys who's kind of sits back and will tear you up from the pocket and, you know, is just so smart right. he can tear you up. 
And Mahomes has that smart capability as well, but he's also yeah. more athletic than Tom Brady. And no shade to Tom Brady at all. I'm not trying to do no, that. No, no. Uh, no. But just Patrick Mahomes is just so athletic that he can run on you. He can make the deep throws, the short throws, the incredible no-look throws and sideways yeah. throws and back across your field and across your body that you're not supposed to do, but still put it in the perfect spot kind of throw. And yeah. I think that does make a difference. Yes, it does. It definitely does. And so I think like uh, you can't play zone on him all the time or he'll start picking you apart. You can't play man yeah. on you because he'll uh, get Travis Kelsey in a great situation or get one of his wide receivers in a great situation and or he'll take off running. And so it's like uh, it's just it's crazy uh, just how there's so many levels. I think that's one thing like there's so many different levels to Mahomes. Like with Tom, you could beat him if you got pressure with four. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I think the same can go for Mahomes. I think that's where we've seen him at the weakest. But I think also that he can he can uh, change that if you – he's a game changer, man. He's a game changer. Yeah. So, tr- I know it's hard to do it as cheating here, but trying to yeah. look at it objectively, do you really think that if you were not cheating and that you would think that Mahomes would be at least in the conversation, if not the greatest of all time at his position? Yeah, I think uh, we need to get a little closer. I think he needs to at least pass uh, Montana on Super Bowls uh, to be, the, you know, determine one of the greatest. And so I think he'd be one step. He's one step closer for sure. Uh, but well, he's just one behind Montana now, correct? Right. And so if right. he yeah, yeah. one more, he'll be tied with Montana. Yeah. And I think I'd, I'd, I'd definitely take him Mahomes over Montana, right? Because uh, yeah. just the athletic and the different uh, abilities that he can do and the way he can throw the arm angles and things and all, all that. But yeah, definitely he's uh, being talked about. And I think like uh, just what he's done with the people around him, how he's elevated. Uh, I think we talk about that a lot in sports is it's like, how do you, ele- how does the great players elevate other players? I mean, yeah, I don't think, is any of our wide receivers starting on the 49ers team? Uh, Rasheed Rice might. Uh, not necessarily who, above Debo yeah. or not necessarily above even Brent Ayuk right now. But yeah. for sure over uh, Jennings, right, who had a couple of big plays last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. I think, he had, I think yeah. Rasheed Rice would start over him. Okay. All and right. So he'd be like the number three. <laughs> All right. But, there you hey, go. Enough said. But, but I'll Enough say this, said. though. I'll say this. I think in a couple of years uh, – Rasheed Rice would be a one or two on. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, year, I'm just right. saying, I'm saying right now, right now. Yeah. So he's well, elevated. The, yeah. the, the flip side of the argument is this: a lot of people make is people say, well, it's just Andy Reid or all the weapons they put around because even though they don't have a true, yeah. you know, wide receiver one that might start for the 49ers, they do have a man in the name of Travis Kelsey who'd start. Right, right, right. No matter yeah. what team he's on, he'd be starting. So yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's the flip side of that argument is people say, well. Mahomes has Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, and that makes a big yeah, yeah. difference and helps them to be able to win those games. Yeah, I think, like, uh, well, if that's the case, then, like, uh, Brock Purdy should have won last night because he has Kyle he, Shanahan, who's no think. bum. He has that's a left tack- a Hall of Fame left tackle, a Hall of Fame running back if he continues the course, a Hall of Fame tight end, a Hall of Fame wide receiver. I mean, this guy is just, like, loaded. Uh, and so I think it's the Mahomes effect, the Mahomes factor, if you will. So well, I know I don't want to get us off topic here too much, but uh, yeah, I think like if you were not, if I was not a fan of the Chargers, the Broncos, or the Raiders, I think objectively you could see like, okay, Mahomes is on the path to be the greatest quarterback ever. Yeah, yeah. And to answer I would, your question I would, ten minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. No, I, I would agree with you, and I think I can make an argument yeah. right now that he's at least top two with only Tom yeah. Brady in front of him.
Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I think if he wins one, I don't think he even has to win seven like Tom Brady. To oh know, yeah, no, no, greater no. than Tom Brady. Right. Um, but since we're already talking about it, how many rings do you think Mahomes can get in his career? Oh, we talked about this uh, before they won last year. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I don't remember what you said, but I know I said I think he'll, he's going to get three. And yeah. that was before they won last year and this year. And so now he already has three. And I'm thinking I way undershot it because I think he's going to yeah, get yeah. at least two more now, maybe yeah, yeah. more than that. So I think at a minimum, and obviously anything can happen with injuries and things yeah. like that and accidents with people. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah definitely. With, without any injuries or things like that, something happening, even losing a coach like Andy Reid saying he retires or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but if none of those things happen, I think he can – get two more pretty easily to get to seven i'm not gonna say he's gonna be able to do that yet because that's yeah yeah yeah. that's a lot uh but i think tom not tom brady i think uh patrick Mahomes can get at least five though at least five okay so yeah five so how many more years do you think uh, Mahomes plays do you think he plays 15 10 at least 10 10 Uh, 10 more or at least 10 total 10 more years no 10 more okay 10 more 10 more okay year number seven year number six is a starter right now I mean, ten totals, only four more, Dale. I, mean, I know. Well, I didn't know what we're, we're he may. He may. He may hey. make too much money and just say, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to go enjoy my money." Does it look like he's a is a guy who? I mean, yes, he does enjoy his money very much. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Does yeah, it yeah. seem like the kind of guy who doesn't also enjoy just winning games and being that competitive competitor in those games? He does. Yeah, he does look like that guy. Yeah, so uh, the same way Tom Brady was, and and I think. Oh yeah. If if his body will hold up, I think he'll play till at least forty. Yeah, no, I think but... uh, I think Mahomes, from what I hear from interviews and things like that, I think he, he wants to get at least seven, if not eight. Oh well, everybody wants to get. Well, that. I know, I know, I know, but, but, but I mean, yeah. I know, so I know, he wants but to I get, be equal to Brady at least, or saying. more. I think he has to get more to Brady to be that goat conversation because I think the one thing Brady has against Mahomes is their matchups. Uh, he's two and zero oh against Mahomes, and now, Mahomes is zero oh and two against Brady. So I mean, yeah, like, I understand that. Now, yeah, yeah. Is this you saying that he has to get to seven to be better than Tom Brady, or are you saying that's what the national people are saying? Oh, I think that's that will be the narrative that is spent. That will be the argument. Yeah. So I think if he no, gets seven I, I or eight, I think you would be like, oh, okay, this guy is the greatest ever. Like, there's no question. There is no debate. I mean, like, for me, it's like the Jordan debate. There's no debate. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player to ever play, followed Absolutely. by Kobe, followed by Kobe Bryant. Absolutely. And so, I mean, like, uh, there's no, there's no question. So I, I, I think like that point where you like, who's the greatest? Mahomes, right? And yeah. I would because I will be always I will always be biased in that sense. I mean, even if he doesn't win another yeah. one, I will think he's the greatest quarterback ever. Yeah, that I've ever seen. So I mean, they they even said in the post game last night that if he were, were to retire today, he'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. Jumping back into the game. So what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what impressed you? And specifically, I think we're both going to say the defense. The defense yeah. laid lights out for both teams. Uh, admittedly, right. Right. right? And yeah. so what was good about the defense last night? Who's who surprised so, you and stepped up? Uh, you know, in Spags we trust, man. Uh and so right. <laughs> definitely uh I thought it, he was he just had a better game plan uh than Kyle Shanahan on the offensive side. Uh and Brock Purdy did not know what to do with the blitz. When they blitzed on third down, it just ate him up and that was stopped a huge a bunch of uh, drives and turned into field yeah. goals. And so I think that yeah. was probably the biggest the biggest thing that stood out to me was the fact that he blitzed at the right time and then uh, credit McDuffie credit. Uh, I think, and I think another thing was 
Chris Jones, I think it was maybe the last drive and regular, uh, he like threw a guard to get pressure on Brock Purdy. It was like impressive. Yeah. It was like one of the most impressive things. Like, it's like when Chris Jones needed to get pressure on Purdy, he did. And it was like, it was, it was fantastic to see the defense play like that and play yeah. and step up big well, time. And he, and Chris Jones created that pressure and overtime on that third yeah. down uh, when they I were just, yeah. on that last play there okay. to force yeah. that, you know, incompletion. I don't know if that's the one you're talking about, but that was yeah, that's overtime. the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, you're right. You okay. Know? And he blistered. And so he, Almost, I'm not gonna say single-handedly, but he for sure affected the play to force the field goal. Right. And so, I mean, that's one thing that stuck out to me is Chris Jones wants to be paid, and man, he showed up in the big moments. Like <laughs> he did. He, you know, he, he did. There's some people saying, "Well, he should have got more." It's like you don't have to get a sack to affect. No, you no, you do not. You don't even have to touch the quarterback to right. affect the game. If you get pressure and, and the quarterback thinks you're yeah. gonna hit him, that is enough to affect the game. And there was yeah. a throw last night, and I don't remember who is putting the pressure on. It might have been Chris Jones, but it's earlier in the game where Brock Purdy threw it to the corner of the end zone, um, or yeah. threw it to the end zone, I should say, and yeah. overthrew his receiver because he had pressure on him. And I thought, man, that reminded me so much of the first Super Bowl yeah, match yeah, against yeah, yeah, the yeah. 49ers. You know, when Garoppolo overthrew his man who had yep. a good few steps on his guy. And the same thing last night, this guy would have, walked in for a touchdown if it completes it, but because of the pressure, wasn't able to put it in the right well, spot. Yeah. And so that's hilarious. Last, yeah, yeah. And even last night, I thought there are so many similarities to that first game because even in the yeah. first quarter, we were down by 10, you know, and I tweeted out, Hey, uh, we're down by 10 to the 49ers yeah. in, the, in the Super Bowl. We got them right where we want them. Cause we know Bingo. how the story ends. Bingo. And, uh, the comeback and win, uh, is pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Yeah. So I think they've been down 10 uh, every time they've been in Super Bowl. Yeah. I, yeah. They have every time. Every time. So and three of the four, go. they've come back. Yeah. Three yeah. of the four. I mean, <laughs> but we don't like to talk about that other one. No, we do so. not. No. And it's funny you said that about that play because I said that to the, and I, you may think I could be lying about this, but I'm serious. I said the same thing uh, to a guy I was sitting next to uh, about uh, that play. It was like, oh, that that's, that's a Garoppolo play. That's a miss. That's a yep. big miss. Yep. It's, I said uh, it in the yeah. moment as well. Great minds right here. Yeah, Great there minds. you go. There you go. Love it. So, so. so who on the defense, other than maybe the ones that normally stand out, uh, uh -huh. was there anybody that really impressed you? Yeah, uh, Chanel. Yeah. Chanel. Yeah, I just uh, read earlier, you know, if you want to take the fake grades that PFF gives out, because I don't know if I necessarily <laughs> trust those grades. They're basically <laughs> fake news. But <laughs> Oh, man. But they, there you uh, go. I'm just saying they just yeah, they yeah, yeah. so I'm with you. I'm with you. With I'm with you. But yeah. if you want to look into those things, they graded Leo Chanel as the highest graded uh, player in the game. Yeah, I think he had a couple pressures early on. I think he had the pressure for that overthrow in the back of the end zone. If I'm, yeah, I could be wrong. Been. I mean, uh, but he had some pressures. Now, uh, yeah. He came up big in the screen game. I think he was hitting people and losing yards. And so I think he made a lot of like, I think he made like three impactful plays in that game, which is huge. I mean, to make an impactful game in this, or a play in the Super Bowl is pretty impressive. And so, uh, yeah, Leon Chanel, who a lot of people don't know uh, who he is, but yeah, he definitely made some big plays. Yeah, I would say one of the ones that stood out to me was Mike Pinnell on the defensive line, right? Okay. He's yeah, just yeah, a guy yeah. who rotates in, but he had yeah. at least two huge stops at the line of scrimmage yeah. on Christian McCaffrey, who's not an easy yeah. person to bring down. No. And, you know, and so here's some of the defensive or what the defense for the Chiefs held 
the 49ers too, this explosive yeah, yeah. offense, that, which we talked about. And once you <laughs> yeah. take nothing away from the 49ers, we want to say that front. I mean, hats off to the 49ers. Oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Their yeah, season. Yeah. They had a great year, um, absolutely proved they deserved to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, had a, had a chance to win it as well. Uh, unfortunately, it just didn't fall their way. Fortunately for us, it did fall our way. But that game could have yeah, flipped yeah. either way, just like any game. There's a few plays here and there. They would have gone a little bit differently. Who knows what would have happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but here's what they did. They held Brock Purdy to 255 passing yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, under, uh, under 100 rating and under 100 QBR for Brock Purdy. Christian McCaffrey uh, held him to 80 rushing yards. Which for him is that's really yeah. good, right? So only really averaging good. only giving up three point six yards per carry to Christian McCaffrey. So wow. fantastic. Uh receiving Christian McCaffrey, that's where he hurt us the most. He had eighty receiving yards. Uh McCaffrey then. But after him, Brent Ayuk, their leading wide receiver, had forty nine. Uh Jennings, Man. who had a couple of huge plays, had forty two yards, and Debo Samuel had thirty three yards. Man. So those were their their top receivers in the game right there. And so yeah. once again, just proving the chiefs defense. Man, the Kittle only have one catch. Kittle. Uh, I believe you're, uh, he had two catches for four. Okay. Yards. So Ooh. four targets. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Three targets, two three catches targets. on three targets for four yards. It's tough. So I like Travis, George Kittle. That's tough. I know. I, I like him too. He seems to be a really solid guy there. So yeah. Yeah. But, uh, man, hats off to them. And the other big play I thought was uh, the special teams showing up big, right? Oof. I mean, one of them you can call a fluke or whatever you want when that punt bounces off the guy's yeah. leg and the Chiefs recover it. Uh, but either way, they still recovered it. The other side, big play, maybe bigger than we realized even in the moment, was that blocked extra yeah. point. That's huge. I mean, that was huge because it came down the end and – if they make that, we have to go for a touchdown to win the game instead of going for a field goal to tie the game because a field goal would have just so that came out unreal huge in the game. So yeah, what a what a big play and shout out to Harrison Butker setting a Super Bowl record for the longest Man. field goal with fifty seven yards, breaking the previous record of fifty five yards set you know a quarter earlier, however long it was. So, yeah, yeah, he had it for about twenty minutes in game time. Oh. Uh, congratulations, Moody. Yeah. Hey, and we also got to shout Tommy Townsend. I don't know if you noticed on that. Man. That was a high snap that he grabbed and got down. When I saw that snap, I thought, oh, no, that's not good. No. But Tommy Townsend, solid, grabbed it. He was bombing. He was bombing balls. He was. Man, he he had that one one that they fair catch on no bounce for 61 yards. That was crazy. I mean, that was, yeah, that was very crazy. So, yeah. Let's see his. Uh, punting average was 50 yards man that's uh pretty good pretty good along with 62 so and that 62 yarder was on a fair catch as well if you remember yeah that's no bouncing so that's an incredible leg right there yes so so let's jump to the offense what you think about the offense yeah i thought it was mediocre at best until the end yeah (laughs) Yeah, I, I, mean, I absolutely you know. agree. I mean, Travis Kelsey <laughs> so, had, what, one yard in the first half and then ended yeah. up with 92 yards uh, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. second half in overtime. So, yeah, end up with so, 93 yards total. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Pacheco, he is getting stopped a few times. But, man, yeah. I'll tell you this. Even though he's going to stuff time after time and no fault to his own, that's just a great defensive line, which we yes. talked about yes, it is. going into the game. But he kept running hard as if he was going to – break through eventually and 
And that's yeah. what we love about Pacheco is no matter oh, what, yeah. what's going on in the game, he is running hard. Yep, yep, yep. And so, I mean, like, they, they were able to move the ball and they had a couple turnovers that were uh, costly, but this, the fact that they were able to move the ball was a good sign. But they had to work for everything. Everything they got, they had to work for. And so yeah. uh, they they still they, they held in there and they kept they kept uh, grinding. And I think Mahomes kept collecting data. And then uh, by the fourth quarter, Mahomes used that data to carve them up. Yeah. Absolutely. And so uh, the overtime is what really threw a lot of people off, me me included. Uh, I knew they were yeah. a little bit different, but I didn't realize how different they were until they were yeah. explaining the rules. Um, and I didn't realize that both teams were going to get possession, even if the first team yeah. had a, t- uh, a touchdown. So uh, as you pointed out earlier, thank you to the Buffalo Bills for that. Yes, we very thank appreciative you. Of that. I'm very glad. And I think it will- takes a lot. It takes a lot of pressure off. Yeah, and, of, uh, and I will yeah. say this too: uh, the previous year, uh, uh-huh. before the rule change went into place, is when the Chiefs lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. The yeah. Chiefs uh, submitted a rule change for the overtime as well, and yes, they did. everybody voted against it except for the oh, shocker, man. right? Shocker. shocker. And then the next year, the Chiefs win because of the same overtime same rules rule. that were not changed. Yeah, uh, and then the Bills complain about it submit a request and what do you know it passes wait what do you mean, mean no one everyone voted yes not oh that's strange uh, I know, the year before they uh voted no like they <laughs> didn't want the chief to get the advantage of it and you know what do you know we become the advantage of it in the super yeah, Bowl. So yeah yeah thank you buffalo bills we appreciate it yes we're your, we th- we're yeah, your yeah. second biggest fans there you go so um so, yeah, the overtime was a little bit different. And so the 49ers take the ball first. And I don't know that there's really a right or wrong way to, to do right. it because we, it's never happened before. We've right. never had to use these overtime rules in the playoffs yet. And but so I think guy, uh, I think Shanahan made the right call because uh, if you remember, the, the Chiefs had the ball and kicked a field goal, right, yeah. to go to kicking it overtime. Yep. Their team had just been on the field. Their defense had just been on the field for nine, nine, eleven plays, and so I think they, I think they did make the right call because, like, if you put your defense out there again, well, that could be mean yeah. that you know because like you're right. No matter what happens, you're getting an opportunity, and you kind of you know like let's set the tone. I mean, yeah, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I think Shanahan did for his team did make the right selection because he's like, hey, if I can get my guys rest then that's going to help us in overtime. And it just didn't work out because 15's on the other side of the ball. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I mean, you got to do what's best for your guys. If you're saying your DMs, Hey, they just went on a long drive. Now you're going to get no break. Yeah. They're going to go on another long drive. Uh, Right. It's probably not going to end well for your defense, but we don't really know. No. Uh, But the flip side of that is if you get the ball second, you know what you have to do if the first team scores in order to win. Right. So, you know, you know that on fourth down, you have to go for it like they did. And Mahomes, yeah. you know, runs for it or fakes the pass and whatever else and gets the first down. So, so great, great if, call play. If uh, so, then if they both, so say, let's say hypothetically, the Chiefs would have kicked a field goal, right? Yeah. D- in the rules, do you know if the net is it the next score then wins the game no matter what, whether field goal or touchdown? Yes, I believe so. Oh, so then I think uh, the 49ers would have been the smart ones, right? Because they would have kicked – if they would have held the Chiefs to a field goal, they would have got the ball back, and then they could have went down and kicked the field game over, but they didn't right. hold them to a field goal. So that all hypothetical. That's why hypothetical right. questions are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for throwing that out there and admitting it. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, uh, yeah. there's one thing that confused a lot of people that we can help clear up a little bit. Yeah. Towards yeah. The end of that overtime, you know, time's t- on the clock is ticking out and everybody's hollering, oh, timeout, timeout, call a timeout. And, yeah, yeah. and I was kind of one of those two because I didn't quite understand what was going on with right. the new rules. But because it's still the Chiefs' first possession, it didn't matter if the time ran out. It's going to basically be the end of what would have been similar to a first quarter and just gone to yeah. more time. So, in reality, I don't know why they have a clock in the yeah, there you in go. the postseason. In the regular Ooh. season, it makes sense because in the regular season, you can end it yeah, a tie. Yeah. In the yeah. postseason, you cannot. And so, I don't yeah. know why we need a clock in the postseason for overtime. Yeah, this is not England. We don't end games, the biggest games in a tie. <laughs> no, we sure don't. We're not going to split the trophy in half. So No, exactly. No, not at all. So it was good. So how about this? So Mahomes wins his third MVP uh, for the Super Bowl. So outside of Mahomes, who would have you given the MVP to? Uh, Harrison Bucker. Oh, man, I, I don't know <laughs> if I can argue with that, but I'm going to – Pull out somebody else just because, uh, just to be different here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll say Chris Jones simply because he oh, impacted yeah. the game in so many ways. It might not yeah, always yeah. show up on a stat sheet. Yeah. Uh, but he did make some impactful plays. You could also make a great argument, I think, for McDuffie uh, or Travis Kelsey. You or, can make a huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just or, I think he yeah, will. There, he willed that team to uh, victory. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. that, so I thought he was going to score on that sideline play. I was like, dude, this guy's oh, going to score. Oh, man, I did too. I, did I was like, too. he's going to run. The, I mean, I had that uh, flashback of that Chargers game where he caught the ball, like, in the same ballot, that was the same spot and just ran into the end zone. Like, just yep. like, I was like, here we just go. Put he his head bl- down and plowed through him. Dude, he l- laid that guy out. I feel terrible that guy got hurt. I mean, like, but he, <laughs> he, I mean, I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but he right. laid that guy out. I don't even know who it was, but he man. Was, he was on a mission and he was yes. going to be stopped. Dude, anyway, but those are all good ones, too. I mean, Chris Jones, hats off to him. Uh, I wish we had enough money to keep him. I really don't know how we would keep him uh, for the money that he wants. And so, let's – Maybe after winning back-to-back, he'll – we'll talk about more seven. Maybe he'll consider his price, but who knows? Who knows? Well, all three. He's had three. Doesn't he have three, too? He has three, right? Yeah, he has three. Yeah, yeah, I'm winning back-to-back. Let's go back-to-back-to-back. All right, anyway, go. Yeah, all right. So, how would you describe the season? Hmm. Uh, never, never a doubt, never a doubt. All right. I like it. So I'll start with this too. I think this was like, Uh I I said this after the second one, I said, I enjoyed the first one more, the first Super Bowl that I won in my lifetime Yeah, uh, yeah. because I was just so happy that they actually won one. I appreciated the second one more because I realized how hard it was to get. Uh, And this one, man, I think I appreciate even more because, and there's times in the season that, admittedly i'll say i didn't think that the chiefs were going to make the super bowl i even said right, i right, think right. on this podcast i i said i think the chiefs will go to the playoffs win one game and doesn't matter who they're playing the second game they're going to lose that game just yeah, based yeah. on how they're playing so i yeah. thought they'd be one and done uh yeah but uh i'm glad i was wrong and so they came yeah, yeah, out yeah. and they played at a whole different level in the playoffs and here's what i think happened i think mahomes realized and the other guys too yeah uh, i think they realized we can't be the team who we were last year or the yep. team we were, you know, three years ago. When we, went. we have to be the team that we are this year and play to yep. our strengths, which is our defense and more of our running game than the deep passes. And yep. just take what the defense is going to give us, which is for the most part, short passes, you know, between five to 10 yards. Yeah. Can I tell you what, can I tell you when I think that happened? Well, you can tell me, I know what they said in the post game, but go ahead. 
Oh, did they say something about this in the post game? They did, but but tell me what you think, and then I'll tell you what they said. Oh, okay. Uh, the Raiders game. Yeah, yeah. That's Is that what they Andy, said. That's what Andy oh. Reid and Patrick Mahomes said in the post game. Did they really? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. They, they were. I watched it for quite a while. I was up pretty <laughs> late last night. I watched the post game on CBS. I watched the post game on Sports Center. I Man. watched the post game on NFL. I mean. Wow. But the okay. other side is, I had so much adrenaline going, I wasn't going to sleep anyway. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I watched all the postseason stuff from every network. There and you I'm, go. So I don't know which one it was on, but one of them, you know, they're interviewing them, and and uh, both of them said, yeah. you know, the thing that really kind of got us turned around was that Raiders game when, when we lost wow. on Christmas Day because it kind of shook him up and said, okay, we got to do something different if we want right. to win. So, and they, they changed it. There you go. Yeah, so I, I think this season can be defined as um, Patrick Mahomes' best, probably the best defense he will ever play with. Oh, I don't yeah. think they'll be able to keep everybody again. No, uh, and not enough money. We'll point this out too is this is the youngest defense that's ever won a Super Bowl. So, oh, wow. Younger than last year's defense? Yeah. Younger than wow. last year. So, youngest Man. defense that's ever won a Super Bowl. There you go. Yeah, so it was, a, cool. it was a great season. So, yeah. uh, man, we're excited that they were able to pull that out. Uh, but yes. there's definitely times that may, may, I wasn't quite like you where I was never a doubt. I was the one who also <laughs> questioned that they would come back with 13 seconds left. And you said, uh, no, 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 Andrew, they got it. They got it. I know. So, I did. I did say that. But I don't I, I don't think I was – I don't think I thought they would win the Super Bowl. I know I always was saying 87% chance they're going to win the Super Bowl. You know, there's a 15% chance – they go or whatever, but I think there was like times where like you can't the way they were playing before that Raiders game or that Raiders game. It's like there's no way they could win because they they like they were trying to be the old Chiefs in the sense of like we're gonna score forty points or thirty points in the game, we'll just outscore you. And so yeah, yeah, there's definitely doubt. And yeah, but no, it's uh it's good to see them. I'm glad they they uh, worked super hard and we get to watch a, a great product on the field. So very exciting. Yep, absolutely, man. We'll we'll take that every single time. So. Um. Yeah. So, any last thoughts on the Super Bowl before we move on to our other things? Tony Romo did a fantastic job. Yeah, I think okay. he should call. I think he should call every game. Okay. Every you Chiefs not, game. Every Chiefs game. Every every Chiefs game. Tony Romo. I would prefer that he not call any game in the NFL ever for Chiefs or anybody. I feel oh. like when Tony Romo calls games, he shows his biasy in his play calling. And I know at this point you're just saying it to work me up, and it worked. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it worked. So, well, I may, I may, saw, I may saw your tweet about Tony Romo, so I had to say it. <laughs> well, I think Tony Romo should be put in a box and then shipped off back to Dallas. So That's it. he is a national treasure, a gift to National Football League. So let's just enjoy, let's enjoy it. I mean, we probably only got like I think this is his third year, uh, oh, so man. we only got seven more years of Tony. Uh, because CBS gave him ten year deal, and so we should just CBS might it. be looking to get out of that deal. Is all I'm saying. So there you go. Unfortunately, they're paying him too much money to not make him their top broadcaster. Him and his crew. Yeah. But oh man, I, that guy. When you, I don't think this is even me being biased. I think it's true. You watch him in any games, and if he has a team that he really wants to win or lose, it is yeah. obvious in in how he commentates the game. So not yeah, a fan. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan. There you go. So, anyways, anyways, moving on from that. 
so here's the other big question: Is Andy okay. Reid going to retire anytime soon? No, I think he. Uh, I think he said. That, I heard there was reports today that he's coming back and he's going to be given a new deal. Hey, Extension. you know what? I don't think there was no question in my mind. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> No question in my mind. And, no, no, no. Uh, they were interviewing him and his wife, uh, Tammy, yeah. after the game too, and and she yeah. says like, "I'm not making an announcement, but I can just tell because they asked her like, what do you yeah. what do you see in this guy? Who is this guy? How how would you explain him?'" And she basically yeah. said, "I can tell he that loves, he's just loving it, just loving yeah. it, he's loving ball, enjoying this moment, enjoying yeah. being with these players." And so, yeah. Uh, but even speaking about players, let's talk about this real quick. What do you think about the Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid interaction there on the sideline? The first oh, half yeah, yeah, when yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey yeah, yeah. goes and kind of bumps in, and you can tell he's screaming something at him. What, what did you take from that? I think, uh, it, like, uh, if I was Travis Kelsey, I think I would have been doing the same thing. Please give me the ball because I'm not going to fumble inside the 10. Nothing against Pacheco. Love Pacheco. Yeah. He's great. But it's like, come on. We know yeah. what we need to do, and we sometimes, know what we are. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes those players try too hard with him. He is trying to get a few extra yards, which I appreciate, but he just, yeah, in the process, wasn't protecting the ball as well as maybe should have been. NVS had well, a similar moment in the second half where he got tackled and pushed backwards. Instead of going down, just continued to run backwards. Right. And lost yards yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of getting his forward momentum, but. I mean, yeah. we can talk about that, that NVS play, too, where uh, Chris Jones about lost his mind. Oh. Yeah, jumped off the bench anyway. But yeah, so like, uh, yeah. I wish there wasn't so many cameras uh, on the field, you know, where they're like trying to capture everything. Like, but you know, like that was just between a coach and a player. And you know, if they want to talk about it, they can talk about it. But I think they have too much respect for each other to make it. Yeah, you're blowing it. People are blowing it up to make it something that's not. And so that's what I think too. Yeah. So let's yeah, just. I, I think yes, it was a moment, but I think it was in the heat of a moment and the biggest game of right. the year. And, yeah. you know, a bad play just happened and Charles Kelsey was taken off the field for what um, was considered a breather for him after being on the field for a few plays. And he was, yeah. wasn't was happy about it. And he was letting his catch know. Andy Reid even laughed about it after the game. So when they asked him about it, I said, oh, well, he just caught me off balance right there. And, you know, yeah, he said, and Andy Reid even said, I, you know, do that with the players sometimes too, go and, you know, and bump yeah. them, trying to get them motivated and talk to them and, Travis yeah, Kelsey yeah, yeah. was just saying that too. And Travis Kelsey even said, Hey, I went back later and made sure that Andrew Reed knew that I wasn't we really good. that yeah, upset yeah, yeah. and apologized. So I think people just made a lot out of nothing there. That would but have been bad though if he fell. If he fell, it would have been much worse. And I think if he would have fell, now I'm assuming a lot here, but I think if he would have fell, Travis Kelsey's attitude would have changed immediately. I yeah. really do. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. think Travis Kelsey and all those players, I think they yeah. love Andy Reid so much. Oh yeah, yeah. That if yeah, he would have yeah, fallen definitely. over, um, Travis Kelsey would have immediately tried to help him out. I the really memes, believe that. Though. The memes would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. They would have been. They would have been. So I don't think there's any chance Andy Reid's going to be retiring. I think he is having yeah, too yeah. much fun. Oh yeah. Especially yeah. coming off back-to-back wins. Why would you yeah. not try to? Uh, three feet, especially right? when you have the two your two best players talking about a three peat. Why would you not? Yeah, hey, yeah, come yeah, on, coach, absolutely. come on, we need your coach. All right, I I think he's coming back, and I don't think there's much uh, no much debate on that. So, but what about this? Is Spags should he be considered a head coach? Why is he not getting these interviews? Listen, no, he should not be considered a head coach. He's a defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs until he dies. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Hey, you know, I think he deserves some. No, I do. But... I do. I do think he should get a recognition for the head coaching job. But I think like the problem right now, all these owners want the new shiny toy and they don't want the old head. And uh, Spags is 62, I think, somewhere around there. And so uh, they don't want I don't. Unfortunately, well, that's younger than Andy Reid. Well, I know, but I'm like, uh, and also I think Spags like crashed and burned in St. Louis, right? Yeah. Was it, this is where he coached? Yeah, it, yeah, it was. Yeah. That was, yeah. he was in a bad situation to begin with. I don't think yeah. any coach would have succeeded there. No, 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 no. Yeah. But so. but I'll say this too, to your point. I think a lot of these owners want an offensive minded coach. Yeah, I think, yeah. And, you know, Spags, um, we know his defense is great this year, but no one was talking about it before this year. And so oh, some of these people, and ownership groups, I think they yeah. might want to see it for uh, a more consistent basis than one year. The other side, Spax tried the Hagers. Yeah. Maybe he's just thinking, you know what? Right. I love this position right now. So yeah. much, I'm having so much fun with these guys. I don't have to worry about the pressures of the head coach that right. I'm just loving. It. And he's getting paid a good salary by uh, Clark Hunt and the Chiefs. So <laughs> he might, he might yeah. be all right. Yeah, he has his home. Yeah, so I think uh, definitely. Some guys are not all head coaches. Some guys are uh, defensive and offensive coordinators, and that's okay. We need those guys in life. So yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this up real quick. So all right. Uh, last it. thing, and we're not going to dive too deep into this. I'm sure we'll have an off-season podcast somewhere. So oh yeah. Or the free agents and so forth. But just quick thoughts. Here are the major free agents, and you tell me okay. if you could only re-sign three of these guys. Okay. Okay. Tell me three. which ones you would resign if you could only resign three. We're not even going to talk about the money at this point. So no money. Money doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter at this point. Uh, yeah. So just tell me the three between Chris Jones, Legarius Steed, Nicole Hardman, Donovan Smith, the left tackle, Drew Tranquil, Clyde Edwards-Elair, Tommy Townsend, Willie Gay, Jarek McKinnon, Derek Naughty, Mike Dana, your guy, uh, yep, or yep, even yep. the wide receiver Richie James. You okay, can only real have quick. Three of those guys. Yeah, man. Why'd you only give me three? Uh, give me Chris Jones, uh, Ladarius Need for sure. Those two for sure, and then give me Drew Tranquil. Well, yeah, it's hard to argue with that. Uh, I would for sure pick Chris Jones and Ladarius Need. Yeah. Uh, I would. I struggle between Tranquil and uh, Gay. I think both those two are really good. Oh, they're they're fantastic. I think Tranquil gives us a little more uh, football IQ. And doesn't rely so much on his talent overall. Yeah, that's a good point. And which and is you know yeah, what? his ability. And not yeah, not to take anything from Willie Gay, great football player. I just think Drew Tranquil's played a little longer veteran leadership, great. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'll say this there's not a player I've loved watching more in this postseason yeah. run than Drew Tranquil. Being with the Chargers that many years, nothing is the charge. Well, maybe yeah. a little bit, but yeah, you know. a lot with yeah. Yeah, okay. But you can well, didn't you hear he they is, won the he is loving every moment. Yeah, every yeah, yeah. moment. It's fun to watch that journey. You didn't hear the uh, Chargers won the AFC West? Oh, yeah, for the preseason, for like the 10th or 12th <laughs> year in a row. So they congratulations to them. They, they won it next year. We don't have to That's worry right. about playing. So they Chiefs won it. Chiefs win so. the first postseason game in Allegiant Stadium, even before the Raiders do. So oh, congratulations, man. Chiefs fans. We're loving it. Thanks for joining us this episode of the Kingdom Corner. We'll see you next time right here in the Kingdom Corner.